Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about software development. SPCA has recently brought its digital QC program online and made it available to all members for free. The successful release of this valuable software would not have been possible without the knowledge and expertise of Q4US, a software development company headquartered in Finland. Today, we're joined by Sandun Desanayaka, co-founder and CEO of Q4US, and Jess Lowe, executive director of SPCA. They're going to provide some insight into Digital QC's functionality and what it took to create it. Sandun and Jess, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sean. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks, Sean. It's this is awesome. Thanks. Absolutely. Well, Jess, let's start with you. Uh, you inherited a digital QC program in the alpha stage. And you faced the challenge of turning it into a software program that could be relied upon by the masses. How did you come to choose Q4US as a partner to get that done? That is a great story. I There's a ton that went into it. Obviously, we had a uh, very capable, very well thought out uh, working prototype with a lot of proprietary information, a lot of knowledge that had been gained. And, you know, we had that written in a version or a programming language called MATLAB. And when I was reaching out to a variety of different software development teams, as soon as I said those two words, MATLAB together, they either hung up the phone, laughed at me or promptly uh, dismissed me and said, well, we'll talk to you later, which I knew they would not. So <laughs> finding a, a firm that was able to embrace that programming language was the first chore. And, you know, it was one of those things where connections, you know, we always talk about making connections in this industry. And it was one of our connections through Ben Hershey. He knew of Q4US and he, uh, he pointed me in the right direction. So I had a lot of conversations with Ben. He uh, said, you know, I know of this team. They know the trust industry. I think they'd be able to help you out. And that's really how the introduction happened. Started talking with Sandune from there and, you know, the magic happened from that. So it was it was one of those where uh, you were playing Cinderella. You had this glass slipper, and you had to find the person it fit. And you fortunately you found that, right? Yeah, I make a great Cinderella, don't I? Um, it, uh... <laughs> You're the prince, Jess. You're the prince of this star. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I, I forget that story, but wherever I'm at with it, um, yeah, you know. And it was one of those just trying to find the right fit. And you know, it's one of those if it's meant to be, it'll be, and it it happened and I couldn't imagine a better team despite all the challenges up front. It was one of those that was a great experience from the, the word go and it, uh, it turned into a great product and I'm very proud of it. So Sandun, you're the Cinderella of this story. Uh, so you, <laughs> you were given this alpha version of the program, the, the glass slipper as it were, but you ultimately had to build the current program from scratch. Can you explain the benefit of first having that alpha program, the glass slipper to work from, but how you went about developing an entirely new piece of software from it? Conducting pre-study is part of our usual project approach. So that helps us, you know, give us a good understanding about what is available and also at the same time, what is not available. 
So in this case, actually, we just gave us this code base and associated documents, and we had long discussions. So we started the existing code base, and we played around with the existing software. So it allows us to set up a base for our inter- initial discussion. So it gives us understanding, okay, uh, this piece of software should be functioned as, as like this. But that was not enough. So we had many rounds of discussions, not only to understand the technical requirement, but also to understand the business requirements of uh, just and team. So one thing we immediately realized was that the technology used in the existing version was not suitable for the purpose. Because it was a tablet-based software, it should be responsive, it should be lightweight, and especially it should be user-friendly. Your users should be able to use it without much hassle. So when the discussion started, we little by little, we understand the business needs and, and we can figure out the main requirements. So I think those, this process works pretty well. So we managed to build a new software that pleases all the parties involved, ourselves, uh, SPCA, and as well as the users. So we incorporate many new features that were not available in the previous version. And we can see now, I think, I think this will work for that. The new version is very responsive and easy to use. So, Sandude, uh in that process of sort of gathering from SPCA and its members, what do you want the software to do? How do you want it to function? Uh, I, I'd assume that you had a lot of back and forth meetings over a, a course of months, right? Uh, yes, quite many, actually. Okay. So putting this together, I mean, it was a very much a collaborative process. I, I'm, I'm sort of curious then, do you have any examples, both you and Jess, that you can provide of like how you went about uh, identifying uh, a functionality that you wanted to have in the software and then how you and your team, Sandun, went about incorporating, you know, developing that. I would imagine that sometimes the answer has to be like, you can't get there from here or you can't get there from here right now or absolutely, yes, we can add that in tomorrow kind of thing. Can you can you walk me through any of those examples? Definitely. Jeff, do you want to go first with this famous notes example? Yeah, I can talk a little bit about that. And that was one of the the big needs or big asks from the users of the software was to be able to write notes into the inspection data to accompany, you know, whatever's going on with that trust when it's being inspected. Mm. The users wanted to be able to explain and to say, hey, this is what happened. This is how we corrected it. And how the server version, server side of the code was initially written, it didn't allow for that to happen. So we looked at a couple different options is like, okay, do we go in and start editing the server side in the middle of the tablet development and try to implement something there? Or do we do something a little bit different? And that's where Q4S came up with the idea of we can store it locally and produce it on the local reports that are generated, which is, you know, getting the need accomplished for a short term amount of time. And then when it was time to adjust or to to redesign the server side, they were able to write it in then. So they kind of had the best of both worlds where they got a quick workaround or a fix that met the needs of the users to where they could continue performing inspections with the different versions of the software as it's in its progression, but then also have a long-term need to where, you know, we will have this solved at the right time. And that was a nice way to to have both worlds, you know, kind of meet in the middle there. And that was a really good example of kind of the the problem solving and the strategic thinking that they have throughout the development cycle. What well, strikes me, Jess, too, the benefit is that you didn't have to 
go backwards in order to move forward, right? You could continue moving forward in the direction you're going, just knowing that you could address it a different way downstream, right? Yeah, it allowed the team to focus on what was at hand, which was the tablet side code, mm -hmm. which was, you know, what the users were experiencing, where they were having issues and why the, you know, redevelopment was happening in the whole is, you know, once you kind of lose your focus or you lose your scope, it's very hard to regain it. So it was nice to make, maintain the focus on the tablet side and not get into the server side stuff at that point. You know, we were able to, to put that off, have a solution and then come back to it when it was, the time was right. So Sendude, I, I'm curious if you can provide a little bit more context to that, because I'm sure there was a lot of like a duck on the water. There's a lot of furious paddling underneath the water. Uh, when, when Jess comes and says, okay, I want you to incorporate this functionality and you know immediately, well, the software's not written to do it that way. When you're problem solving like that as a team, wh what's going on behind the scenes? What kind of discussions are you guys having? Yeah, sure. So we are primarily position ourselves as a solution providers, you know, not just a software developer. Mm -hmm. So we have very talented uh, solution architects and, and senior developers. So they come together, you know, it's always uh, while it's similar to working with our client and the, and the team, we are also working as a team. Whenever we have this kind of problem, we take all the people involved and we try to brainstorm. So what is the solution we can provide? It, it might not be the straightforward solution, but we say, that's why I initially said we have to always understand the business needs of our clients and we try to understand it. Because this is, if this the function is, is very important for our client, so we should try to provide it. So in this case also, we came together and we discussed and, and we noted that, okay, so in order to achieve this function, we have to manipulate the server now. So this is not the time to work with that because that server was in not, not in position that we can simply alter that part. So what we decided was, okay, let's provide the temporary solution that users can achieve the functionality and they will be familiar with the thing. So under the hood, we can later on, we can change it to move it to the server and, and have the desired functionality. So it worked pretty well. I, I, I think we managed to make the maintain the continuation. So so that was that was I should give credit to my team and, and uh come up coming up with this kind of solution. So this is usual pattern of the development. We do it almost every day. Mm. Uh from your perspective, any other uh instances where there was some functionality that you had to work in uh once Jess or the team requested it? Uh, yeah, so, so there are a couple of things come to my, my mind. So one thing is actually uh, maybe it didn't directly come from just on the team, but uh, one thing is this primarily in the first version, these controls such as this uh, zooming, rotating, they are they are they have made button-based controls. So you have to press the button to get those functionalities. So we thought actually it is uh, really nice to have guest-based controls. So we went to Jess and talk to with him and, and they also agreed that there is so nice to have, you know, when you rotate or or zoom or anything. So just while rather than pressing a button, it might be good to use fingers and 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 do that in the gesture based control. Mm. So we managed to implement that and and actually there were discussions how to achieve that, how to make it smooth and all of this. And and it's something that worked really well. In addition, another thing was that uh, you know initial uh, digital QC version was uh restricted to Windows tablets only. Mm. So we we actually had this idea while we are discussing with just and the team, we can make it cross-platform with the technology we use with a minimal effort. We use the more or less the same code base 
and we make it work in the iPad. So because that was, I think, quite important because there are many, many places iPad are quite common. Mm-hmm. So uh, and also Google uh, uh, Android based tablets. Uh, so so we managed to actually achieve that. And now digital QC is available both in Google Play Store as well as Apple App Store. So those things that we are collaboratively achieve those those targets, and we are very proud of that. So Sandra, I get the sense that you know when we talk about software development in our industry, that's it, sort of inexplicably tied to really data management at the end of the day. And now that you have the digital QC software development under your belt, I'm curious what other types of software solutions. Uh, you feel your team could help the component manufacturing and building products industry out with? Sean, I think you are on the spot. So data is very important in any business, but especially in this business, I think this is, it is it's quite playing very, uh, very important role. So if we take ourselves, we bring the main thing that we bring into the industry is our domain knowledge. Mm. So I think we are in a unique position with our expertise in software development, as well as the extensive knowledge about the component manufacturing and building industry, I think it's okay to say teams like us are hard to fight. Mm-hmm. So, but but not only that, we are also positioning ourselves as a transparent and always online and responsible development team. So, what I meant was like, whatever we develop, we will give access to our clients so they can see it always. And the code base and everything is always online. And whoever builds the that feature, uh, they will come in front of our client and they will present that to the client. Mm. So our team has been working in software development, component manufacturing, and building industry now for close to four years. So our team knows the language you speak. <laughs> so you know they they already understand the uh, bits and pieces. So it gives us opportunity to bring various solutions to our clients. Uh, for example, modernize the existing systems, build new solutions to combine business and manufacturing solutions, and we can make new solutions out of data. You know, so our team is very good at working with data and and make especially working with low latency systems optimization and those kind of things. For your question, the answer is we can work with the as, as I mentioned, we are solution providers. So we are very happy to work with other clients and find out solutions to their problems. Sometimes, of course, that might be beyond our expertise. In that case, we will simply say, okay, uh, this is not uh, inside our capabilities. But most of the times, we work together with our client and we find a solution to their problem. We bring solutions to, to the industry together with the domain knowledge. Listen, dude, I, I think that you hit the nail on the head when you pointed out that to find a software development company that understands our industry well is a very rare find. As Jess pointed out at the beginning, um, you know, you were his, well, I, I said it, you were his Cinderella, <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> there's only one. So, you know, I, I think a good place to conclude here is just the point that if anybody's looking for that kind of solution, Jess has done the hard work. He's found you. So now it's it's an opportunity for others to uh, take advantage of that. Well, Jess and Sandun, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks a lot, Sean, for inviting us. So it's a great time. We had a great time with you. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sandun. 
If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com. Thank you.